When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I love myself unconditionally. I love myself Hang on. <laughs> unconditionally. Um, okay, so we're just closing our eyes. We're really going to focus right now on where the runners are in their lives, how they're feeling, the shops are opening, salons are opening, uh, pubs, outdoors, eating, food, uh, sex, love, passion. (laughs) And also, do you find that people are... Now, I like the articles of being like, before I would have like maybe not gone on a Tinder date or like Mm. not done this, and now it's like every fucking... Yeah, the apps were popping up. (laughs) Yeah, 100%, I feel like... A lot of people wouldn't have seen themselves as app people before, yeah. but now it's like, get mm. me that Tinder, get me that Bumble, get me that Hinge, get me that J Swipe Moose Match. Is that the. <laughs> just all of them, just download them all. But no, the main news is that the salons are open. Oh my god. Salon Funky Fresh. Have you had any <laughs> salon treatments yet? I actually had my toenails painted. Nice! And I went for a pedicure, so I felt bad for the guy, though, because you know, you're just like... Why, because your feet smell? No, but... <laughs> From the whole pandemic? <laughs> Probably. There's just like a whiff of... The... I haven't done anything to them since January 2020. <laughs> Do what you can. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had them done, and I was like, this is not an okay level to bring into the salon. Oh, like your nails were really gnarled. I felt like I could climb a tree with the nails. Um, so I felt bad for the guy. So we're talking salons today um, because it's the theme of the episode. The theme is I love myself. Flora <laughs> loves herself. Yeah, I love two narcissists Lucy. <laughs> two narcissistic co-hosts. Sure, and we're just going to be self-obsessed because we actually think the salon's opening, it gives you like a long time just to stare at yourself in the mirror when you're getting your hair done. And when you're getting your hair bleached, like I do, like you have a long time to look at yourself. Mm. Actually too long. Sometimes I get to quite a bad place because also I'm getting very hungry. Um, I also start thinking a lot about like, why am I getting my hair dyed blonde? Like, what does that mean? Do I still have like inherited like Aryan supremacy issues from like Nazi Germany it's sure. I, I go to a dark place when I'm getting my hair bleached but at the same time yeah if you're a normal person you just look at yourself and you're just like you know what yeah so when I went to Ibiza um we went cool. to this house party and in the the bathroom was this massive frame and it was just I just was obs- I've always been obsessed with it ever since but it was just 
affirmations saying, I love, I love myself, 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 I love myself. And then in the middle somewhere, it would be like, I love money. I love myself, I love myself, I love myself, I love myself, I love myself. Then it'd be like, I love cars. I love myself, I love myself, I love myself. It was like so the vibe that we're trying to kind of feel. And it was like, that's okay yeah pure self-indulgence narcissism evil thoughts yeah oh my god i love that mirror i know it was so So, refreshing yeah and it's so ibiza as well because you're just there to have a good time yeah it's so indulgent to have a house in ibiza don't people say as well ibiza weirdly has this really strong energy have you heard that no underneath on the island it has like mad kind of like sexual energy mad sexual energy mad sexual energy oh my god but, um, well that's what that's the vibe we want to bring to this podcast today and i think the salons reopening all of that seems sounds like just a classic easing of restrictions it's actually one of the most like visceral sexual um image glitz glam part of this whole process it's mm. like this isn't just a bureaucratic moment this is like pure indulgence has come alive but i feel like ever since we've had the restrictions and not been able to do things like that it's like no actually like self-care is fucking great that's just you taking time out for you yeah to look better for yourself it doesn't have to be about everyone else yeah well it can be also is yeah it is but yeah i know exactly what you mean it's like there's nothing wrong with trying to look good yeah guys because I know when, sorry, but when I felt this year, which everyone's had a few downfalls mm. from the a, pandemic. A fair few. Yeah. An unfair few. I know that when I wasn't giving any attention to the way I looked was a very clear sign to me that my mental health was in a bit of a bad way. Yeah, she, we've lost her. She's not She's, gone. <laughs> She's not wearing pink eyelashes. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> we can, when people talk about exercise, there's a lot of just emphasis put on like, get off the couch. Get your running trackies on yeah. and stop feeling like such a couch potato. But it's like, no, actually, the end goal isn't just... Also, can I just say, couch to 5k, don't call people fucking couch potatoes. I know, I yeah. just, stuff like that, it's like, no, they look really glam, like, leave them alone. Like, they when they're go- on the couch? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean is, it's just a bit like, oh... That whole attitude is yeah. like, we're all just farting in bed and you might as well just fart a bit as you get into your farty clothes. It's like, no, get some fly as fuck. I keep saying fly as fuck, but like, like get some fly as fuck jogging outfits on, matching colours, bright colours, look good even on your jog. Jog and then jog your way to the dance floor mm. at the end of it in your fucking nice dress, your heels, your hair's done at the new salons being reopened, your nails are done, your makeup's done. Like, that's the end goal of your run. I've actually know, and I said, I think I said this to in the, one of the other episodes, but how I've seen so many girls in just leggings and sports bras, and I'm like, yes, Good I'm so them. here for it. Like that, I just think everyone's tapping into this kind of like Miami feel. Like it's we're pumped for summer. Like we want to look really good. Like. We fucking deserve to be narcissists. Like, it's yeah. because we've been trapped inside in our fucking tracksuits, like, farting, basically. In yeah. And also, can I just say, the annoying thing about the whole, like, couch to 5K attitude is really, like, as if we're all shit. Like, it's like, okay, let's level with everyone. We're all shit. We're all a bit gross. And we don't want to be athletes. We just want a little bit more 
exercise in our day and it's like no speak for yourself like most people I see literally everyone I see is amazing and yeah. everyone should feel amazing not just being of a couch potato trying me hardest it's like no everyone's legendary and yeah. has a potential to like shine and so in, embrace that salon obsession self-obsession side of it yeah it's like when I was watching Queer Eye I remember like I think his name's Tan oh yeah the, the fashion one yeah oh, and yeah. he was like being like about like self-care like the like appearance mm. he was like there's nothing wrong with making an effort yes. but I think it's got a really negative like undertone to it because it's seen as like vain and narcissistic which okay but oh, I don't even know how it's to because explain we're so what I afraid mean. I think as a country as a nation we're so afraid of like veering towards those quite like frowned upon like oh self-obsessed oh vain Whereas like, America's just, like, full of themselves. Yeah. It's like, that is, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, and I guess in the UK you kind of have to just do it all in a more subtle way. But actually, why don't we just call a spade a spade and be like, we want to look glamorous. It's glamour time. That's why we're going on a run. That's mm. why we're going to the hairdresser. Yeah, so should we start with your one? Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't stop looking at me, staring at me, be what I be. You can't stop looking at me, so get up by my face. You can't stop clicking at me, writing about me. was Swagger Jagger by Cher Lloyd. Yeah, it's perfect. I think it's mainly that verse where it's like, you can't stop looking at me, be what I be. Wait, let me just get the lyrics. Um, also, it's one of those songs I've never heard since. Like, it has mm. not had a re... It was really dominant. Or is that Moves Like Jagger? I think it was quite... Moves Like Jagger, yeah. It was probably that one. You can't stop looking at me, staring at me, be what I be. You can't stop looking at me, so get up off my face. You can't stop clicking about me, writing about me, tweeting about me. I can't stop, it's what I gone be. My swagger's in check. Oh, so this is more about haters, though. True, which she had a lot of. Oh, yeah, it's not really so much salon. You're right, it's a bit more um, aggressive than that. It's It's got a tone of an adversarial tone. But I but just like the confidence like, of it. Really. And also I quite like, like, again, it might be a slightly like negative emotion, but you know, like say post up pre the pandemic or like in the summer when we were like in between, um, you could have like had a kind of thing with someone and they like fucked you over a bit or I don't know, someone pissed you off and then you're seeing them again and it's like, no, like I'm really good. Oh my God, that's so satisfying. Which is... I feel like when I was in secondary school, I used to dream of moments like that. Oh my god! Yeah, Which we all do still. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I know exactly what you mean. I used to, yeah, but I actually had that when um I won't say his name, but when that just like sort of fizzled out, and then like two months later, I was in the Times, and then he like WhatsApp for me being like, he WhatsApp me being like, really good to see you're doing so well. Just oh, didn't even reply. So enjoyable. Didn't reply. She she did get a lot of hate that year. She was on X Factor, and probably from then on. And then her lyrics are more about like, yeah, you may all be like hating on me, but you are obsessed with me. Whereas that's not really our vibe. We don't want anyone hating on us. No, but at the same time, it's still like empowering. It's still, oh like, yeah, powerful yeah. as a song. Use that energy. <laughs> it's a <Yeah>. feminist anthem. <laughs> 
Swaggerjack. And also, also sorry, we have spoken about this before, but when you're running, you are a bit evil. Yeah. So, like, you probably are looking at people and thinking, yeah, you're looking at me and you're fucking jealous because I'm running and you're fucking sat there with your pastry. Yeah. Whereas I'm singing Cher Lloyd by Cher Lloyd. <laughs> he did a shit in the toilet. <laughs> I think that's probably the song they meant because Cher Lloyd doesn't have a song called Cher Lloyd. Yeah. Oh, but you know when you're that age. Honestly, heartbreaking that video. And that's actually coming tapping into. They were being. They were being what we are saying. Yeah. Like they were doing the right thing. They weren't like feeling themselves. They just wanted to sing their I idol song. I hate when song. someone brings you back down to earth <gasps> like that. Like Sorry. instantly, it's like you did a shit. It's like yeah. Okay. Like I can't really come back. No. It's and their faces so were just so exactly on point. Yeah, yeah. And just the way their hair was really scraped back and, like, the dynamics between the older one and the younger one. The mum's just so horrible. I'm sorry, I actually think that's really mean of the mum. So mean. I don't think I had a mum like that that would, like, scream like that. Also, I kind of think, who found that video and posted it? The oh. mum. <laughs> the mum, you think the mum posted it? <laughs> I can't imagine the girls would have done it because... I think, like, the dumb younger sister, maybe. Oh. Or maybe they found it funny. Maybe yeah. they were like, this is this was actually quite jokes. <laughs> um, <I> Disgusting! Mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's because they're Scottish as well. Um, yeah, I really like it. That was a great choice. Also, she's done so well in America. Like, all her views are, like, in the hundreds of millions. Wow. Like, there was a period where I think the Yanks loved her. She reminds me of Buddy. What's her name? Bad little, Bunny. Little, little Baddie or something. Oh, the one from um, Cash Me Outside, how yeah. about that? Yeah, no, that she's really that. Like the English version. No, she really is that. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay, that was my, that. Uh, my opening <laughs> shot. Um, over to you. My first song, which is When Will I Be Famous by the Br- Brass Brothers. Nice. I chose it because, I don't know, it's kind of going down the same path that we're talking about, that everyone kind of, in the back of their mind, wishes that they could be famous. Yeah. Is it everyone? I'm not sure. I yeah, think... maybe it's just broken people like us, oh, and okay. actually there are people who are like, I'd hate that. So yeah, do you want to be famous, Lucy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but obviously. But to be fair, you, people never think of the whole... Yeah, like... I think I heard Kim Kardashian talking about it, but it was like, would you rather be famous and not have money or be really rich and not be famous? And she was like, every time money, but not fame. And I think that's that's the key for me. It's like a lot of people get famous for like one thing mm. that will tar you your entire life. But unless you're making money off it, it's like not worth it. Because mm. I always think of it like a Love Island contestant that was never that big. Like, they are going to have to end up applying for jobs. But then everyone will always know who they are. Yeah. Even if they're not making money. Yeah. No, it's so true. So it's, like, almost like they have the worst of it all. Exactly. Yeah. 
I feel like we're past the really bad era, though. You know, when it was, like, Paris Hilton coming out of, like, a car. And, like, they take a picture of her, like, vagina. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're not in that era, at least. Although people like Paris Hilton were kind of legendary as well. Mm. Like, they've now got a certain cachet with time that's like, oh, but they were just having fun. It mm. doesn't really matter. Um, Would you want to be famous? Yeah. Because I think fame connected to performing I always think is like justified because you kind of have to be front face like front facing that sounds so shit but like the it basically allows you to do more stuff so like if people know who you are then you're more likely to get cast in something like films don't get made unless recognizable people are in them mm. so it 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 benefits you if you're well known but at the same time I'd want mm. it to be associated with like something I'd made that was good yeah, like your comedy. <laughs> <laughs> your sort of tragedy. Oh, no, so comedy. <laughs> well, oh, wait, I'm sorry. One sec. We never talked about the Bross documentary. Oh, my God. Oh, Let's my go. God. Let's go. um, obviously, it's really funny. it was, like, incredible. <laughs> it's like, is there more to say? No. no. <laughs> also, one, you look like both of them. Oh. Again. A compliment? Yeah, it's okay. stunning. I'll my mum was like, everyone fancied them. Really? Yeah, they're like okay. cheekbones galore, like mm. the very like Swedish kind of look. Oh my god, you're Swedish though, really. Yeah, you're the true I don't Swede. Like it, you look at. Oh my god. Well, I have just I have just come from a salon, so I've got bright blonde hair, which yeah, is very nice. Gorge. Um, but yeah, that was so funny. I remember reading an article, and it was like it's literally like another version of the UK office, mm, but better in a way. But better, not not better. Sincere, nothing's better than the so office. it's not. Even a piss take, it's like it's genuine. Yeah, it's like you're actually watching these people. And I love when they get off the like play, like they're at the airport and they're like these like forty year old fans, <laughs> fangirls. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the whole thing is so amazing. They won't even allow conkers in school. <laughs> yeah. um, what was it on Netflix? I think BBC. Oh. I think a national broadcaster funded that. Do you think that documentary is what they were thinking of when they were like, "When will I be famous?" It's like, yeah, there's going to be a sort of ironic reflection on your one hit wonder career in about 20 years <laughs> it's yeah the song's amazing they're amazing um but how do they make their money now it's going back to that fame versus money I think, question. would they do like weird concerts <laughs> still yeah like probably hindus mm. no that's rude <laughs> more like hen don'ts all right, great. Yours. Okay, my next song. When I told you about it in the pre-record, you didn't <laughs> like it. So I, if if people don't like it, I don't want their their run to end on this okay. because that'll be bad for them. So this is so my next one is the music from Cheer. It's the music that the Cheer routine is choreographed to. It's a documentary on Netflix about a cheerleading team. If you haven't watched it, watched it. It's really inspirational. I think cheerleading also has that aspect of, like, it's exercise, but we also really want to look good. Mm. And then we're not embarrassed by that. Yeah. The way she, like, puts Morgan at the top of the thing and it's like, I think she's cute. And it's like, okay, you're just sexually fetishizing, like, a child, but that's fine. Very Abercrombie and Fitch. Exactly. Um, but I, I really loved the music the minute I heard it. I know you hate it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's basically disgusting and tacky and horrible but I think it really pumps you up and it really gets you in the mood to exercise so where is it?
bring on their final song where they like do the like remix they like they've incorporated do you remember in bring on where they've incorporated like miming oh yeah and then like salsa dance and like other variations of dance and they put it all together and it's like this remix song oh my god you're actually you go, stunning me amazing then you're on the pod thank you <laughs> say hi Hi everyone. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Alright, I love you guys then. Perfect. <laughs> um, this is amazing. We should record more with Ben around. Yeah. Also, we kind of tapped into that in the last podcast, like the cheerleader thing. It's like be a cheerleader for yourself. Like to yeah. like, I'm kind of ready to wear that kind of outfit this summer. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. Like, because cheerleading as a sport is kind of similar to gymnastics. Like. A lot of it is about presentation. Yeah. Like in gymnastics, when you stick the landing, then you you present. You present. It's the same with diving. There's a lot of sports. Probably most sports style is important, but there are these certain ones, like even like equestrian, you know, like the, what's what's the horse riding where it's like dressage. Dressage. Oh yeah. God, I love that one. Like there is, there are a lot of forms of sport that are very to do with like look and that's really exciting and fun that that could be part of sport. Yeah. And cheerleading is the prime example. No, exactly. And also, yeah. like, a kind of story I was going to tap into how when we're, like, fully released, like, obviously we're, like, kind of midway now, but mm. basically released, but when we're fully released, it's going to be a bit of a presentation. 100%. So I feel like everyone's kind of, like, I found the memes so funny of, like, when people are like, okay, I've got the X amount of days until, like, when, how, like, quickly can I get abs kind of thing. Oh, like, my God, everyone's yeah. just, like, really trying to look as good as possible. Because it's like suddenly the curtains are drawn and oh like my we're God. here naked for the world. It is actually mad when you think of like the psychological shit we're having to deal with. Like to be hidden away for a year. Yeah. And then suddenly be at a party that normally it's like, oh, I haven't seen you in like a month. But now it's like, what the fuck happened to you over lockdown? Yeah. And that's okay. Like I actually really find it very confident when people are just like, yeah, I fucked up. I fucked it. In lockdown. <laughs> I find it really funny some of, like, Ben's friends say would be, like, um, say, like, have just played FIFA the whole time. Mm. And that's fine. Whereas, like, I'm on the other side. I've tried to do anything that mm. was, like, part of being in lockdown, quotations, learning a language. Amazing. Yeah. I made a song. It's oh, really good. I it's... tried to learn guitar. It didn't work. Um, I baked. Amazing. So I feel like I can come out and say, I've done a few things. Mm. But I also kind of rate people that have done nothing. I know what you mean. <laughs> it's like they've just, they just have actually been like most in the moment of like, well, can't do anything. Mm. Guess I'll just chill. Whereas we're like, start a podcast, do a video, mm. tweet every day. Like, it's like, no, shut but up. Do you think that we've all kind of come out better? Question mark. Really good question. Um, I would say for me, yeah, I think I've gone from it from a down to an up. Like, it's helped That's me. huge. Yeah, as in, like... Like, as in, grown. I did really struggle at the beginning, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. After, when we... Yeah, summer time, I was like, this is bad. Mm. Like, it's not working for me. Mm. What, as in, like, life or pandemic? Like, life. So, a lot of PTs were losing work. So, that was quite hard for all of us. Because people lost motivation. So, then we lost clientele. Mm. So, that got me a bit down. Um... And then obviously I lost motivation to exercise and everything like that. So, but I I think it gave everyone the kind of time to 
heal properly. Whereas normally because we're at a faster pace, you barely have time to even think like, am I okay right now? Mm. So I'm the opposite. I think for me, first lockdown was like, I'm free. I'm just going to make loads of videos online. I'm going to start a podcast. Like, oh my God, everything I wanted to do but is you now. you were in good energy. Yeah. Do you remember me? I was quite bad. I was spiraling. I didn't realise that, I don't think. Whereas I was... Me, like, crying. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I didn't... I was too I happy. See. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was like, oh, everything I wanted to do is now socially acceptable. Because mm-hmm. I think secretly I would have always wanted to do a podcast. I would have always wanted to do little sketches. But I always felt like it would be too cringe. Whereas now it was like... But in the first lockdown, it was like, well, what else can you do? Good mm. for you for being resourceful, kid. And then by the... So if you went up through the lockdowns, I went down. So I started really high. No, but didn't you have a dip and then back up again? Because you're up as hell now. Mm, With a new haircut. I feel like I'm perceived as quite up, but I don't feel quite up. But that's just life, isn't it? Everyone feels that way. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um, I don't know what, how this relates. What song are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> is is it my so song? <laughs> anyway, moving on. Okay. Next song. <laughs> so my next song is Get Up by Sierra. Featuring Char Millionaire. But yeah. We see, we see, they see me rolling. Yeah. Yeah. And he was in, uh, not him, sorry. And it was from Step Up. The film, the, Step the Up. dance film. I think I saw that very brief, like it was clearly a film that I would have loved, but I actually didn't engage with that much. Have you ever had this before? That film for me. Mm. Oh my God, I'll never forget it. Mm-hmm. I'd watched it and it meant so much to me as a film. Like, of I think course. it's... Um, <laughs> No, I am really sick. <laughs> Jessica Alba. Yeah. No, no, that's Honey. Shit. Honey. I think I mean Step Up, though, don't I? Yeah. Step Up is, like, the one that Channing Tatum went on to get married to, the woman. Okay. It's irrelevant, my story, then. Wait, I is your story about Honey? But tell us about Honey. Um, have you ever had it where, after a film... You genuinely think you're the main character. Oh my god, amazing. Like, I had it with Billy Elliot. I always have it with, like, performance films. So I'm obviously supposed to be a dancer in some way. Um, I have it after every porn film. (laughs) That's me. She's me. I'm Kim. (laughs) Yeah, and then I went to, like, this really, like, cheap... It was, like, surprise, surprise. Do you remember that shop? No. It was, like, a really cheap clothing store Mm -hmm. that had, like, things that would have, like, Bon Bitch rather than Bon Dutch. (laughs) Love that. Um... And I, like, picked out the most, like, step-up slash honey outfit ever. It was, like, mm. off-shoulder sh- off top. Yeah. With, like, a cherry on it. It was very, like, made of the, like, mesh material of, like, a basketball top. Mm-mm. And then I think I had, like, a Rara skirt. <laughs> maybe some, like, high-knee boots. Yeah. So it was that kind of look I was going for. I don't... It was edgy. And then baby I had, prostitute. like... prostitute. Yeah, baby prostitute. <laughs> I also had, like, a side pony. Oh, and well, I remember and sincere, staring, like sincerely, not ironic. No, it's sincere. Wow, love and that. I was staring at myself in the mirror in the changing room. I came out into the public area as well, so obviously, really was feeling myself. So it's perfect for this. Yeah, of course. And then the girl in the changing room, who was like the same age, like maybe a bit older, was like, 
You know, you look exactly like the main character in the film, the step up. And I was like, obviously I didn't. But that stayed with me for months. You know when you get a compliment I don't think it's months, babe. It stayed with you for I mean, I'm still remembering it, yeah. Yeah. That wasn't 2021 Jan. (laughs) Oh, in Barn at High Street. I was genuinely, like, so Why are you telling yourself that she was just saying that? Like, she had no need to say that. You obviously did look like her. I genuinely did. You probably genuinely did. <laughs> with my overplucked eyebrows. Yeah, but you went with that intention and you, you manifested it. Yeah. You got what you wanted. Yeah, that's exactly it. And then I bought the whole outfit. Obviously. Never well, wore it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, talk to us about the song though. I mean, I was always part of gym and dance displays at school. Naturally. So it has a very good positive feel for me. I feel like... I was kind of like really proud of myself at that point. In my did you life. do a dance to this song? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, was it a solo? No, it was a group performance. You're really get triggering memories of my own gym dance display experiences of, you know, when you're like eleven and you're mm. seeing the like fifteen year olds do a group dance to a song like this. We had it with Christina Milian, AM to PM. Oh yeah. I just think that's really the flavor of these songs. Like, the, the awkward 15-year-olds who are actually also quite cool. Yeah. God, you're really, like, also triggering me now. I'm thinking of when we did Christina Aguilera. Um, Wanna get naughty? Oh. And we did it as a, with a chair in sixth form. So we were at the age where it's still fucking perverted to be doing that because you're still a baby in, like, stripper outfits in front of our parents. Like, I wow. don't know what was going on in our brains. There's a hormone, it, like, there's a hormone clash. It's, like, and probably the parents are, like, they're trying to reach their sexual peak. Yeah, like, they're, like, allowing us. Like, my parents didn't even comment on that, and it's, like, that was disgusting. <laughs> like, in like, Mean Girls when they do the sexy dance. Yeah, it was mums. quite that. It was quite the Mean Girls dance. It's, like, in another era, they would be bearing children by now. This actually <laughs> makes perfect sense in line with their fertility, but we just are going <gasps> to clap along like the nice middle class parents that we are and just accept it um we had fun we had fun okay so my next song is It's like pure cheese. It's got to the point where culture has. I'm gonna tired put out there, of it. Though, I don't think people have listened to that for a long time. Do you think? Oh no! Like, it's <laughs> you not like it's not my like, iPad. Baby. No, but it's not like respect Aretha Franklin. I was gonna choose that. Mm. That's like it comes around a lot mm-hmm. as a song. It's a great song. It comes around a lot. Whereas this, it doesn't, and I don't know why. It doesn't get enough fucking recognition. Wow. Sorry, I forgot to credit. It's uh, I think I did. It's Shania Twain, man. I feel like a woman. Um, no, agreed. Yeah. So is it meant to be like a feminist take, or is it just literally being like? Just... I think it's almost anti-feminist, in that sort of modern anti-feminism way. Okay. Of like, I don't care. Like, there's a line in it that's like, I ain't gonna act politically correct. Mm. Like, today's feminism is very politically correct, or at least the mainstream yeah. tenor of it. So. I think it's just like, no, I like the own the best thing about being a woman is the prerogative to have a little fun. Mm. 
that's all she wants. She doesn't want to, like, tick a quota or create a charity about raising awareness for the gender pay gap. It's like, no, I want to scream in a bar, like, wasted. It's actually incredibly depraved. Um, I actually really rate it because also, like, we have spoken about this before, but I feel like you're really strong on this, but it's just, like, about freedom of speech and, like, people just actually speaking their mind. And I feel like this song is kind of, like, exactly what you just kind of were speaking... What you were speaking about. But um, that we should just be a bit more like open and just like ourselves we're like all so afraid at the moment like the snowflake generation i know we're not like part of that but like we're definitely on offset version of it Mm, like mm. we all like are watching what we're saying and like everyone's really criticizing each other and we're all just like turning into like clones of each other but it's like all can we just it's really scary when you're online and like you can sense that the things that get most traction are really like worthy things to say like is it aren't the Tories awful and it's like oh that's gone viral 10 times and it's like it makes you feel nervous just to say something really dumb or really random or something you just don't care about not that you don't care about it but like something that doesn't matter mm. you feel like everything you have to say has to like be really really fall in line with everything that's and that's not to say you want to be racist or like sexist mm. or anything but like you even notice in like group chats with friends like there are certain friends who only contribute like quite worthy things like they never say what they actually think yeah it's quite weird i've definitely yeah no yeah a hundred percent and also it's a lot of self-editing when you have like i'm like a really anxious person and like in the morning if i'm like a bit hungover or something and like i've said something like even in a jokey way or like slightly said something that i think that's different to like the general view um then I can't, I was going to say an example, but I don't want to say, but um, I get really anxious about the fact that I've like spoken about how I actually think. Mm. And I'm like, oh, they're really judging me, la la la. And it's like, it's fine. Like, so what? Like, you're allowed to have judgment on you. Like, that's not that big a deal to have criticism. Agreed. Know, it's just so sad. I just yeah. find it a bit sad at the moment. And I hope that because we've gone through this, maybe people will be a bit kinder to each other. Yeah, although I think our dependence on social media and the sort of elements that play at the al- in the algorithm, which only favours, like, either outrage or, like, massive... Um, so do you think that's almost acted as, like, a catalyst towards us all? Yeah, I think it's, like, the algorithms are specifically designed to encourage Certainly. extreme emotions mm. either way, either, like, really excited or really vulnerable or, like, really angry, and someone just being like, I think it's fine, or, like... I don't know, It's it doesn't um, favour as much, mm. which just leads to just everyone being stressed out or angry at each other. Um, and yeah, like it's, it's interesting that we're tying this to this song, because <laughs> actually this song's just about going out and getting drunk. Getting fucked up. Getting fucked up. Um, my final song is Truffle Butter. Perfect. Just a Nicki Minaj. Just a Nicki Minaj. Version. Uh, there's the bar, sorry. Yo, 
can't let a whack nigga get near me I might kiss the baddest bitch you could damn it I ain't never need a man to take care of me Yo, I'm in that big boy um, That was, by the way, Truffle Butter, Nicki Minaj, Drake and Lil Wayne Fe um, With Maya Jane Oh, well, we looked at the credits and one of the writers was Maya Jane Coles who I remember as a house DJ yeah, from our university days. I think that like middle bit of like, you know, it's got that kind of club, yeah. club outlook festival mm. tone. Yeah, uh, I liked it. I, I, like a, I like a strong, confident woman. I takes one to know one. Mm -hmm. um, some of the lyrics I found a little bit simplistic, I'm going to be honest. What, you found it a bit like overly sexual? No, it's not that. It's like when she's like, I say it because I meant it. It's mm. like, okay, let's to expand that idea. You're being critical of Nicki Minaj, but you did bring in Cher Lloyd, who... <laughs> <laughs> what, what's her lyrics? Swagger Jagger, Swagger Jagger. You should get some. I think it's because Cher Lloyd isn't like vaunted as like the female rapper. Yeah. Whereas sometimes Nicki Minaj, it's like... At least in a certain era, it was like, oh, no, 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 but Nikki can rap. Mm. And then when you hear it, it's like, I said it because I meant it. You're like, <laughs> why does that poetic. No, I get that. But why does that exist with humans? As in, like, those that are the best, like Britney Spears. Obviously. Then we just want to bring them down. Oh, like, as in... Mm. We just love a journey. We love a story. We yeah. need a beginning, a middle, and we need that fucking end. Crash end. Yeah. Yeah, we, we need, it's like almost like there's a biological need for story. Sorry, but no one's ever brought her down though. Nikki is like stayed strong as the best rapper. What about Cardi B being mm, like? She's like a wannabe. Nikki. Do you think? I like Cardi B, but I just find her like, you've literally copied her look and put it on yourself. But the, the, the thing about Nikki is, and it seems like a ger very gendered thing, is that when there's a female rapper, all the other female rappers feel the need to like, like no I'm the best I'm the I'm the female rapper it's not like like there's only space for one it's like a cowboy whereas it? like how many guy rappers are there exactly so like Azealia Banks when she came along like 212 had lots of like shots at Nicki Minaj Cardi B at least through the media was always pitted up against Nicki Minaj so it, it leads to two issues one is that like it's unfair that there can only be one woman at a time and that all women are just like the woman and number two, like, it means that Nicki Minaj always has to be the best. And then, I'm not saying I didn't like the song. I do really like the song. But sometimes when you see the lyrics as, like, a little bit underwhelming, you're a bit like, oh, shit. Like, that's that heavy is the head that wears a crown. Because you're just mm. writing quite, like, I am good. Isn't it good? Sorry, that's really harsh of me because this is your song. But You've I know done you, this on purpose because you, of the cheerleading Yeah, you one. didn't like the cheerleading yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had to bring it back. You yeah. had to. I do like truffle in cooking, though. Do you? Oh, thank you so much, Dora. <laughs> truffle pizza. Have you had truffle pizza? Yeah, delicious. So nice. Tru those truffle crisps, those, like, really... Although I always feel slightly mm. unwell from truffle. If mm. I ate too much. With that first bite. Truffle crisps. Mm. What were they called? They're, like, Montero or something. Oh something. God. They sell them in Broadway Market. Stunning. Just stunning items. crisps. Sorry, let's over to you with your analysis of the song. Yeah, I um, I like it because it's fast paced. I've run to it a lot of times, round Highbury again and again and again, and I keep repeating it because I just feel like that, like oh no, mm, 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 mm. it's just so like it makes you feel really empowered to like mm. you're like jumping through the run almost I love that it's like it's echoing through your system yeah. like a church of 
music. And it's like, and then her lyrics and like Drake's lyrics and Lil Wayne's lyrics, they're like mildly sexual, which everyone is. Let's face it, we're all human beings. Mildly. <laughs> um, but also really like, get out of my way. Like you, you man with a dog, get out of my way. Like I'm running. I like, mm. I've got my running ahead of me. Like I'm doing my 5k. Can you please like, fuck off. Exactly. Go back to your couch. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. You go. You do the couch and I'll do the 5k, yeah. bitch. Yeah. No, you're actually really right. And maybe I've mischaracterized Nikki. I think I probably need to listen to this again. And after your recommendation, I will be just, I will be adding it to my sound fresh be, playlist. I will also be cheerleading to your song. Thank you. That's mm. a really nice compromise. And that shows that women can be friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Um, so any further salon plans or further like narcissistic, self-obsessed plans at this point? Um, I'm getting my eyebrows microbladed. Wow, what is microblading? Uh, it's like the tattoo eyebrow. Wow. So, so it's like filling in the colour. Yeah, so it's, it's like constantly like they're filled. Just because I'm a lazy savage and I don't, I like to wake up flawless. When I listen to songs like, I woke up like this, it's like, I can't relate to it. Because it's like, if I work, I when I wake up, like, my breath stinks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I really liked, I remember reading, I think I watched, like, a, an MTV, like, it's like some sort of documentary on Mariah Carey, who is, like, my idol. Like, I find her so funny. Mariah Carey. Um, she would go to sleep and then makeup artists would be doing her makeup while she was sleeping. <laughs> How? I don't know. It's genius. I love it, though. I just think, overall, we're at a time embrace the salon as a marker of history mm. go to your salon give them the money that they deserve they need these are li- like little small businesses yeah don't go to your like chain super salon like your <laughs> yeah ink mcdonald's salon yeah go to your small salon um would you like to go into your final song honey i've done my final song honey wait are we out we're at the end Casey <laughs> drunk I think we can just call it a day. All right, then. Okay, we'll see you at the next Run the Track. Are you sure? Yeah, make sure to take some stunning photos. I was I'll first. show you our Diana pics. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Cher Lloyd by Cher Lloyd or Rebecca G. Then. And don't forget all the trouble we got until... Why does somebody not know how to flush a toilet after they've had a shit? That's not me. Well, it was fucking one of yes. Disgusting! I love myself unconditionally. I love myself unconditionally. Disgusting! Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, 
the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.